It's time for this week's Uplift. Three ordinary guys that want you to find the freedom that is available by knowing our Lord Jesus Christ. So sit back and enjoy Uplift, brought to you by the Fulcrum Center. Visit our site at thefulcrumcenter.org. Well, good evening, everyone. I got to let you in on a little story here. I asked these two guys earlier today, what do you want to talk about tonight on Uplift? And guess what I got? Crickets. Absolutely nothing from either one of them. So you know what tonight is? Anything goes. We're just going to start talking, and we're just going to let the Lord lead and see where it goes. All right. Anything goes. Anything goes. Absolutely. I'm game. Well, you may regret that. I just thought the same thing when I looked at you, Chad. <laughs> yes. You know Where's to... Chad Farmer when we need him? <laughs> well, I'm Phil Bliss. I'm Ian Thornton. And I'm Chad McLeish, not Farmer. And this is Uplift Anything Goes version. Amen. Isn't that great? <laughs> it is great. Yeah. I'm Isn't excited. it nice to just be able to just not really have anything in mind, just kind of relax and let God speak? Mm-hmm. Yes, it really is. Yep. And I think it's going to be great. I think yeah. so, too. <laughs> well, here we go. <laughs> and we immediately go into silence. <laughs> no, um, it is good to be back, though, Uh Thank yeah. you, Chad, for I last know. week. For absolutely, Chad and Jim, that was really, really good. Yeah, they're um, they're they're fun to talk to. Yes, they are. Yeah, and uh, especially when like, we turn the camera on. I know yeah. it's like herding cats. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> which is a perfect analogy for Jim and Chad. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> right, right. But man, what 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 great things though. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's one, and that's I think that's one of the things. Even too, you know, feel like what you're talking about. It's just like it, it's really neat to just mm-hmm. let go mm-hmm. you know just let go mm-hmm. and it's amazing what what we really watch god do mm-hmm. in those situations yep too often we try to well i know that i've fallen into this trap where i feel like i've got to do something for god i've got to do something for the kingdom i've got to i've got to i've got to and i'm keep saying i i i yeah and here i find myself manufacturing things and then taking it to god as if it's like a, a child taking a a painting of a self-portrait or something saying, what do you think of this? And God's like, why'd you do that? Mm-hmm. You know. So yeah. when you just let go, and I've been learning to just let go and let God move, mm-hmm. it's amazing what happens. You sit back and say, wow, that was God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I thought that's why we would do this tonight. <clears throat> just let God speak and we just start talking and see what the topic turns out to be. Yeah, I think it, it, even in those times, too, I, one of the things that, that I sense the Lord um, asking me, I guess is, is a good way to put it, is is in those times and those moments, is do you trust me? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know, do you trust me to just hands off yeah. and follow my lead? Yeah. And, you know, and, and oftentimes it can be hard to put down the navigation maps or the plans or, you know, put the pens and stuff down and the planning and all and just and just be still, mm-hmm. you know, and, and wait. Mm-hmm. See what he's going to say. Yeah. So the last two days I've spent in training conferences in the business environment. So we were in um, Pittsburgh for some training and, um, you know, we had consultants come in mm-hmm. and we were talking about some very specific things and, and uh, doing like disc profiles, if you guys know what those are. Yes. They're like personality-type mm-hmm. profiles mm-hmm. that we use in the business world, da-da-da. 
And the funny thing is, I was sitting there thinking, and you know, and we're talking about strategy and laying out plans for all this stuff and everything like that. And so often, we are conditioned in our lives to plan and strategize mm-hmm. everything to the yeah, eighth degree. Exactly. That's just how it works, especially in the business world. And it's like, you know, God is kind of, he's got the plans. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he just wants us to follow them. Yeah. And mm. it's opposite of wow, the yeah. way that we're kind of geared like in the in the in the corporate world, like in, in my role. It's just like, you know, I live by very strict deadlines and and you know, like I say, all these big corporate plans and and plans of our customers and all this stuff and everything's supposed to be regimented, which <laughs> Usually falls apart. <laughs> I say that with my voice. <laughs> not always, not always. But you know, God is. It it just strikes me that He's so opposite of that because you know He lays out the plans. He just wants us to follow Him and do our part in alignment with what He His you know His promises and desires are. Mm. And it's like yeah, that's it's... a that's a that's a tough adjustment that um, I don't know that we ever get perfectly. Yeah. You know, and can't you, you know, in, in going through that mindset shift, mm-hmm. I mean, can't you just feel the gears grind? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know, you really can. It's, yeah. and so like, so one of the things mm-hmm. I was working on um, just over the last couple of days um, mm-hmm. was in preparation for um, our uh, spiritual warfare workshop. That's, mm-hmm. that's up and coming on, on uh, Sunday that mm-hmm. um, putting together the notes Mm-hmm. And, you know, as a pastor, mm-hmm. you can plan. Oh, <laughs> yes. Or in the corporate world, you yeah. can plan. Yep. So as I'm putting these notes together, you know, I did have a, an, an understanding of some of the things that God wants to cover. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, he's very open with that. But one of the things that he was very clear on was don't put times on the sheets. Like, mm-hmm. yes, mm-hmm. you know, will you guys yeah. get breaks? Yeah. Yes, we'll take breaks. But don't put times on it. Let let the breaks fall in, but mm-hmm. don't say, okay, we're going to talk about this subject between this hour and this hour. Mm-hmm. You know, none of that. Mm-hmm. Remove all of that and let things flow. Mm-hmm. Because just like what you were saying, Chad, and, and I know we've, we've all worked in the, the corporate world. We, we're, mm-hmm. we all understand the, the deadlines and the planning and everything. Mm-hmm. But when it comes down to it, yeah. don't we have to just go with the flow anyway? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. For the most part, yep. we do, yeah. don't we? Yeah. <clears throat> and so it was just—it's really neat to to be working in in that framework mm-hmm. that that God's developing for the Fulcrum Center on on a lot of different fronts, but just to build a framework that can go with the flow, mm-hmm. and that's that's refreshing. Mm-hmm. But at first, it's kind of like nails on a chalkboard <laughs> type thing because we are conditioned to the world system, right? Mm-hmm. We're conditioned to the world system, and the Lord is working to break that. Mm-hmm. You know, that's something that I've struggled with for quite a long time, and um, and and that's feeling like when I became a pastor, how many years ago was it now? Twenty three years ago, I really felt like I had to do things the way things were done. Mm-hmm. And I strive mm-hmm. to do things the right way, in air quotes. But God eventually took me, and so much from the point where I had to have a four-page sermon, and then I would read it, and it had to be 20 minutes, and you know all that structure. Right. 
Right. And when I finally let go of that and just said, okay, I'm going to write down some notes during the week. I'm going to study them and I'm going to know what I'm going to say. And even then it always goes off on a tangent, but I've seen <laughs> that <laughs> it does. And I've seen that it's been better though. And I've gotten really good comments from people that they've really got a lot out of it because I'm just letting God speak to me in that moment. Mm. Yes. And, yeah. But then I still struggle with, Okay, but I'm still in a church that is very institutional, and I'm not putting it down in any way, but I look back at how churches were done in the days after Christ ascended into heaven, and it was just gatherings. And Paul talked for 12 hours one night, so much that a kid fell out of the window. Yeah. (laughs) You know, thank goodness he was able to revive him, but... Can you imagine if someone fell out of the window and we would pr- just call the ambulance? We wouldn't try to revive him. You know, right. that, that that's something we need to learn too. But anyway, that's another topic. But that's but, an excellent sermon illustration in the middle of talking. <laughs> right? Yeah. But I mean, it, and I'm struggling with, okay, it's working. It's worked well for several hundred years, maybe, maybe even a thousand years. But at the same time, I really feel like God's, kind of directing us to do something different, and maybe part of what it is is I need to just let God bring it, bring me to it in the time that it is needed and not try to figure out what it is ahead of time. Well, here's the thing, Phil. Yeah. Okay. Number, as you were talking, a couple of things came to mind. Number one is I, I'd love to hear you talk for 12 hours. That would be so cool. I'd fall out. I'd be the one falling out of the window, but it would be cool. But number, you'd be jumping out the window. Get me out of here. Uh, yeah. I'd be driving away in the classic car. No, uh, but number one is is seasons. Okay, because you talked yeah. about it recently yeah. in a, in one of your Bible times or Bible studies or something you've done recently. You you talked about on that topic. You said if it weren't for the Catholic Church, that Christianity oh, yeah. would have struggled right, right. to make it out of right. the, the Dark Ages That's or right. whatever. That's right. 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 I did say that. Okay, so there are seasons for things. Okay, so there was a season for organized mm. denominations Ooh, and okay. Protestantism and all that. There yeah. was a, there was a season for that, and that was just a transition time that you know mm, that's that good. was used. Uh, yeah. But but there's a second part too, and that's patience, because in the midst of all these big changes, like you'd also told me, and I actually listened to what you tell me. There was <laughs> you'd said every five hundred years that the the, the church, the mm-hmm. big C, mm-hmm. using an Eanism, the big C. The church shifts yes. like every five hundred years. Yeah, yeah. Okay, but there's but that requires a lot of patience to understand what that means. Yeah, and I mm, and yeah. I agree with you mm. that yes, I I feel absolutely you know we're in the prophetic that yes, God is absolutely you know. Whatever terms we want to use, breaking down the walls, mm-hmm. running the bulldozer through, like Ian Ian's a bulldozer operator yeah. himself. But yes, God is changing the church. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But in the midst of that, especially you have to exercise patience. Yeah, I do. In in that. Because we all do, but especially you, because mm-hmm. you're you're so eager and so anxious to get there. Mm-hmm. You 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 see it, you want to get there. Yeah. But, you know, you've got all of us boat anchors out in the pews <laughs> that are latched onto you that you're dragging through. 
dredging in the bottom. And, yeah. and I put myself in that category. But put anchors. I'm, I'm, I'm well, just, but isn't, isn't that one of the difficult things with the prophetic gift? Yeah. And, and they're, you know, both of you guys can really speak to this. Yeah. yeah. Because, you know, there, there are things yeah. that, that God so graciously shares with you yeah. and, and shows you. And, and it's not, and when you grasp those things, it's not a, oh, well, it could be this way. Right. You know, it, it could be, and that would be a great thing. Yeah. Yeah. But that's not the way it is when, when you hear from the Lord from a prophetic standpoint. And then correct me if I'm wrong. But it, it's not a, oh, that could be that way. It is something down deep in the very parts of your soul mm-hmm. that goes, it should be. Well, it's going to be. Yeah, yeah and yeah. that too. But, yeah. but you, know, you see the difference yeah. of us going, yeah. oh, well, it could be that way. Yeah. Or it should be. And there's this, there's this drive because you want to please yeah. the Lord in Him and, and, and be faithful mm-hmm. and um, obedient. Mm-hmm. in what he has shown you mm-hmm. to get it that way. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so there's there's an earnest drive, and that's exactly what you were saying. You need to call it, that's that drive to get it there. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> so it, it, that, that's a real powerful thing in the prophetic gifting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's something that even in that, it ha- that has to be surrendered to the Lord mm-hmm. so that he <clears throat> can allow you to understand when and mm-hmm. the patience and the timing. But yet he gives you those things because he ha- already sees you as faithful right. with what he's given you. Yeah. Right, right. He's right. he's looking he's looking down the road. Yes. Yes. Exactly. And well, he's, he's already down the road. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So he's he's coming back and saying, now here's where you're going. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because right. he knows. Right. Yes. And he's driving it, and yeah, mm-hmm. he's yeah. But but being that, and there again, you know, being that that um, prophetic voice and having those prophetic that prophetic understanding, it, it goes back to what Chad was saying that that there is such a that level of responsibility that is carried because the job is to is to be obedient to the Lord and and to walk out what He has shown. But at the same time, the purpose in that is because He loves those. That are coming up behind you so much, mm, yeah. That right. he wants to be sure that they're coming alongside mm-hmm. and coming, or coming behind and coming with. Mm-hmm. That's good. I mean, I didn't come in here tonight expecting to get preached at, <laughs> but I. No, that's that's true, and I needed that because I don't get preached at anymore. I'm the one preaching, so well, I need. Is that, that a challenge? But we, but we, but we get, you know, we we get to sit. We get to sit back and, and watch those things that God's doing in your yeah, life. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's really amazing. Yeah. You know, it really is. And, and to, to be able to sit and watch it, um, just watching it, it, it teaches us. Mm-hmm. And, and it's just really a neat yeah. thing. And so that, you know, it, God is just sharing with us as you're walking these things out. And it, it's pretty awesome. It's it, pretty awesome. Well, yeah. And, and from somebody who does sit in the pews, one of the boat anchors that do sit in the pews, <laughs> It's neat, you know, to each of you have exhibited a lot of freedom and shown and demonstrated mm. a lot of freedom mm. yeah. in your roles as pastors at our church. And that's something that's very refreshing. And even though you don't have huge audiences out there, you know, you, you guys aren't in some thousand seat church in Nashville, Tennessee or somewhere like that, it's still no less beautiful and and because of you know all the technology and things we have, who knows who's going to listen to that? 
So, right. you, you know, exactly. you guys are, you know, you guys are, are doing your thing, saying what God wants you to say in this little church in Blair, Ohio. And yeah, it, it's out there in the airwaves. Mm-hmm. In the future, in 10, 20, 30 years down the road from yeah. now, people are going to be listening to it. Mm-hmm. So that's something to keep into perspective. And I think about that all the time mm-hmm. because, like, I call him the new Phil. It's it's different than the new Coke. <laughs> it, okay. it's, it's better. It's good. You know, like, <laughs> the, the new Coke was that's kind crazy. of a flop. Not the original formula. Phil, Phil's, yeah, Phil's, Phil's not a flop. But, like, the new Phil's definitely not a flop. But, like... But it's it's really cool to to because uh, you know I knew you know the old Phil, the new Phil is definitely new and improved. Mm. But he in the in the differences is the freedom. Yes, yes. because yeah. you because you really have opened yourself up to that in your you know well in your whole life, but especially when you're in your role as a pastor, and that freedom just flows. And and I saw the same thing from you. Mm-hmm. You know, when I did, yeah. when I when I filled mm-hmm. in for when I filled in for Phil, uh, whatever it was, a couple months ago or whatever, you know, the one thing that really drove a lot of my thoughts was listening to one of your sermons from last August, late end of end of last August, um, where you went for like forty five, forty six minutes or whatever, and it was just like. You know, you did, it wasn't twelve hours. <laughs> but I think we're just getting. You, I think you were just getting. You were like keyed up to go for twelve hours, but you, I think you let us off easy. But you know, like, but it, it it was that freedom, which is which is very refreshing, and people need that. And I think we can all agree we're walking into a, a time, mm. a season, and and probably yeah. decades of time, from what I understand, where this is going to be. Mm-hmm. Yes, there's going to be yeah. this newfound freedom, yeah. and you're not going to walk into your grandma's church and sit there and listen to a 15 minute message about you know something boring. No, and you're right. And and you know it's it's that's not the way this is going to be in the future. And I've often felt like you know like even us recording this podcast that you know there are people that might you know watch this at points and, and mock what we're doing and laugh at what we're saying or something like that. But they don't understand what's coming. They right. don't understand that freedom right. of the Holy Spirit. I mean, why am I here? Why are any of us here? Because we feel yes. led to be here and have these discussions. That's right. And yeah. there's going to be a lot more people doing this. Yes. Oh, yes. We're, just, we're yes. just here in this time, but there's a lot more people coming. That's right. So, You know, but, Chad, I, I don't mean to interrupt, but... I, something that's been on my mind today that you you just said is I remember, gosh, it was probably f- five or six years ago that I said from the pulpit, I heard God saying, tell them that different people are coming. Like the, the, the look of our church at that time, and this was before Ian even, was going to change. And I mean, people that what I saw was people not dressing up as much was one thing, yeah. but then I saw people with like different color hair, tattoos, um, maybe tattered clothes that at that time, and I'm not trying to be judgmental when I say this, but probably wouldn't have fit in real well mm-hmm. at that time. Oh, yeah. And we're seeing that happening now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I haven't brought it back up because the Lord said, just, you know, don't bring it back up. They'll see it. Mm-hmm. Okay. But – 
I'm seeing it happening now. And it's in that. So what you said was very good for me because that was, like I said, five or six years ago. That's awesome. And at the time when I said it, I was expecting it to be five or six weeks Mm -hmm. and it's been five or six years. So patience is certainly something that I need to work on with the Lord to, to just let him, as I said earlier, let him bring me to it instead of me running up to it. Let him bring me to it when the time is right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But always be looking for it too. Right. Yeah. And don't, don't you find that, that these things that the Lord shares with us, that during that time or that season of patience um, between from when he shared it and when things come to fruition, mm-hmm. that there's a lot of learning and growing mm-hmm. in our own lives. Oh, yeah. To prepare oh, yeah, us yeah. for that. Definitely. You know, to, to prepare us. And, and, and so it's like, it's one of the things that, that we've, that we've talked about for, for several years is that shift and that change that, um, that God's bringing those people, just like what he shared with you. And, and there again, at a time when I didn't know you guys, God told me, he's like, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to bring the most unique people to you. And I'm, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I know, I'm, I know, where I'm, I know what I just said. <laughs> and I'm going to put you in the most unique places. Yeah. So, you know, those type of things too. But it's like that has been a time of learning for me to be able to be and grow into that person that can be approachable mm-hmm. for those different and unique people and to be mm-hmm. molded in, into a shape that can fit into those unique places. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. when the Lord told me that, mm. never would I have been able to fit into being a Methodist pastor. Right. Mm. Yeah. Do you, yeah. You see what I'm saying? So all of us, you know, in, even in those things, even those people that, that are listening to us or they're watching tonight, there's been things that God has whispered in your ear. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. It's okay to walk through the time and the season of patience to become what God wants you to become so that his promises and what he has shared with you will come to fruition and you'll be ready to walk in those things. Yeah. 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 You know, I've just recently heard someone from our congregation speaking more, acknowledging that God has been speaking for many years. Mm-hmm. Awesome. You know what I mean? And I it's, do. it's just, and not just one person, several people. Yeah. They are understanding now that God has been speaking to them and they're giving him credit for it too. Mm-hmm. And that's important. And, yes. I, you know, it, it is important to give right. credit to God. Even if you give credit to God and it wasn't him, okay, you're still giving credit to God because let's face it, it was him anyway. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no way to prove that it wasn't him. But just give the credit to him because that's going to build your relationship with him. It's going to strengthen your knowledge of him and you're going to be closer and find that freedom mm. that Chad was talking about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's good. So different topic, but anything goes, anything goes. Well, here it goes. I have a question for you guys yeah. and, the, and you guys can give me feedback. So I heard another local pastor put out a little challenge to everybody on social media yesterday or day before. And he said, before you go to prayer and ask God for some to give you something or to ask God for something for yourself, praise him three times. Mm. Give him three praises. He said, this is a challenge I'm issuing, issuing to everybody. Before you ask God for something, give praise him for three things in your life. Okay. So what do you guys think about that? 
I think it's good and bad. Okay. Um, I think it's good to praise God mm-hmm. always and in every way, but I don't like formulas. <laughs> you know what I mean? I do. The first thing I got was God's not a vending machine. Yeah. You're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's teach the truth. And, yes. And I, I know we're on the same page with this. Yes. Go I, ahead. I just know it. <clears throat> teach the truth. Mm-hmm. Teach the 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 reality that we were built, created, designed, life and and breath breathed into our lungs to worship. Yes, that's it. Yeah, it's not about okay. You do three things, mm-hmm. then you can ask for this. Mm-hmm. So while I, I do appreciate the hey, let's get some focus on praise. Yeah, mm-hmm. let's get some yeah. focus on worship. Mm-hmm. I think that that's. I think that that's good. Mm-hmm. Putting numbers to it, yeah. Uh, that that's that is too much of an open door mm-hmm. to allow us to be distracted by what the enemy can can the the path that the enemy can lead us down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a good start, but you've got to follow that up with don't get hung up on the numbers. Mm-hmm. You know. Like I used to tell people, I've told several people this, for the next seven days, when you wake up, write down the first seven things that come to mind. And people have found Mm -hmm. God speaking in that. Mm -hmm. But I had to follow up and say, now don't just do this always. This was just a one-time thing to get you listening to God. Now do it all the time. And it could be two things, one thing. Mm -hmm. Every morning, wake up and and write down what God's saying to you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) it's okay to say praise three times to start, but it's got to be followed up with what Ian said every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and praise and, the Lord. And part of that is because that the, that the church is shifting. Mm-hmm. So the church is is known for its institutionalization. It's used to its um, what do you call it? Order. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It's do it this this this. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's so used to that. Procedures. And that's yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And so and, and God is breaking us away from that mm-hmm. to put us into flow. And that's part of what we were actually talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. Is you know, don't put time limits. Don't mm-hmm. do the you know, I, I work in that freedom, live in that freedom of mm-hmm. what the spirit is saying and, and move in that freedom. Mm-hmm. Um so that's why the, the principle is so much more important to be focused on that you know we were designed to worship, mm-hmm. that we're designed to, <clears throat> but the Bible also tells us to ask. Mm-hmm. So it's a both and, not mm-hmm. an either or, mm-hmm. but it's not, okay, do this X number of times. because And, and that's one of the reasons I, I think we need to steer away from those kind of things mm-hmm. is because God is shifting his bride. Mm-hmm. I think he's cleaning her up because mm-hmm. he's not interested in a bride whose lipstick is smeared, <laughs> veil is torn, missing a high heel, hobbling down the aisle. He's not. Mm. He wants to clean her up. Yeah. And that's part of what the season, mm. I believe, the part of the season that we're in. Mm. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. And I think your answers were good because I think there's there's a lot of, you know, people have a lot of, it's, it's, it's that discernment. Because what, you know, it's good and bad. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. let's let's say I think probably he, I think his heart was in the right place. Oh, I'm sure. Oh, absolutely. And in 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 just trying to get get people into that rhythm, absolutely. Let's say. Yes. Yeah. But like you guys say, the finite, the boundaries, the finite that could that could come with it mm-hmm. can be dangerous if we let it. 
Yes. There's no freedom in a box. Right. <laughs> That's a t-shirt. <laughs> right? It's oh. a yeah. good one. Yeah. We're going to get Phil a, 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 a second t-shirt, one with the Atari joystick in in a box. Yeah. That's good, man. Yeah. No freedom in a box. That's right. Mm. But yeah, so so that's that freedom, the peace without boundaries, you know. Yeah, and and the, and like you guys say, that's where we're walking. So it's it's that discernment because intent was good. Let's say the intent was good, mm-hmm. but we can get caught up and shackled by specific regimented yes procedures yes yes, you know? yes. Yeah. R- routine. Let's go with routine. So we want to break the routine. And just start living as a lifestyle of having that personal relationship, that personal conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like that performance treadmill that we talked about a few years ago. If you remember that that one, um, you know, you don't. That's what the whole thing was. What the treadmill was. You know, you're not a treadmill. You're just going to the same place all the time. You're not really going anywhere. Mm-hmm. And that's what this regimented um, ideology that is very prevalent in the church, any church today, right? when we let go of that and we, you know, you got to have order, you don't want to have chaos, but at the same time, you don't want to be on the treadmill. Mm-hmm. Let's have some freedom to move around and, and worship in the way God's leading us to worship, ordered, but not regimented. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. really good, Chad. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's... speaking of boundaries, we uh... have time boundaries that we, uh... <laughs> we keep here. Oh. <laughs> Imagine that. I know. It's such a letdown, isn't it? It is. It really is. I really don't think anybody would really mind if we went a little bit longer, but we do want to try to keep it the 30 minutes each week. And But I have really got a lot out of this tonight. And Absolutely. I, 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 like I said, I didn't come in here expecting what you guys gave me, but I'm really appreciative because it's just been working in my mind. And, and it, it is. It's been good. It's been good yeah. for me, too. Yeah. You know, so. Just, to, and I hope it's good for everybody watching or listening oh, too. Yeah, absolutely. And and any and we talked about so many different things tonight. But if anybody has any questions about what we've shared or talked yeah. about, you know, please let us know. We'd love to hear your feedback and your questions and insights and thoughts and and um, prayer requests too. Yeah, I really would. Yeah. Um, just a a note. I really think, <clears throat> and, and I'm going to be patient, <laughs> but I think that you know we have uplift and Bible time and then the sermons. Uh, fulcrum messages. I believe that I don't know when, but we're probably going to see more podcasts coming, and with probably with different people too. I, think. I believe that. <clears throat> well, that's, yeah, it, th- that's part of what the Fulcrum Center is designed to do. Right, is to is to allow people place and space to understand who they are, what their gifts are, yeah, and what God's calling them into, and giving them room and cover to be able to go do those things. Yeah, yeah. So I would totally agree with that, Phil. Yeah, and if, if you want to be on this show and talk to us, let us know that. If you have an idea for a podcast, let us know that. We can help you get one started. It's not that difficult. No, it is not. Yeah, so but, just give yeah, us some we'd feedback. we to serve on, on whatever fronts that we can. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. Well, it was really good just letting great freedom in just anything goes. Anything mm-hmm. goes. Yeah. Yep, absolutely. So. Yep. All right. Well, we will all be back together again next week, I believe. I believe so. Mm -hmm. As long as the Lord is willing, we'll be here. Amen. So thank you for all for joining in, and we'll see you again next week. Have a good night.